When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown! Jones has just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately. He's got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And we're going to talk about Zach Wilson's rookie year on film with somebody who is one of the best out there creating NFL-driven content with All22. He's got a fantastic video up on his channel, and the title of it is Zach Wilson's Stats Were a Total Lie, Sort Of. So to talk about that, our friend Alex Rollins. Alex did a great video on Garrett Wilson and why the Jets made the right move picking him over Chris Olave. He was on the show to talk about it last week, and so he's back now to talk about his video on Zach Wilson. Alex, thanks so much for coming back on the show, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm excited. Uh, obviously, been covering a lot of Jets content and definitely very excited to talk about Zach because, as as all of you know, he he's exciting to watch at times for better or for worse. Sometimes for worse, especially the early part of the season, although he did have his moments, especially in that game against Tennessee when he was just unbelievable with some of the throws he was making. But early in the year, you watched the video and you weren't all that impressed. And one of the big complaints that you had, it seemed like his biggest weakness to you that stood out on tape was his lack of a plan before and after the snap. Can you go into detail on that? Yeah, so I really, it really 
kind of came about when I was watching the Texans game, which I believe was in week 12, but right around kind of after the middle of the season. And it really came down to his footwork. I, I study a quarterback's footwork when I'm, when I'm watching him and charting him. And with Zach, it was really apparent when he was good and when he was bad in terms of his footwork. And when he was bad, basically, if you watch the back of a, the top of the drop for the quarterback is very, very important. So every time a play is installed, the receivers are synced up with the quarterback's footwork. So if a quarterback takes a three-step drop at the very top of that drop, that's when the receiver is synced up to come open. So if the quarterback is getting the ball out on time, he's going to be more consistent in hitting his receivers because that's how the play is designed. If it's sometimes a play call requires footwork that's called gun three, or excuse me, gun three and hitch, where the quarterback takes three steps, he takes a hitch, and at that point, that's when the receiver comes open. So it's very, very critical for all quarterbacks to be able to play within the scheme and within this footwork. And early on, Zach, if you watch the top of his drop, his back foot would take a little step back even at the top of his drop. So he'd kind of become settled. And then when he wasn't playing well, he would take an extra little step back. So the the issue with that is he isn't playing within the framework of the play. The receivers are open, but Zach is not ready to throw the ball. Instead of being ready to throw the ball, that's the exact second when he would take that extra little step, and that leads to a lot of inconsistency. Additionally, if he's looking at his first read and that first read isn't open, let's say you take a five-step drop, you're looking at your first read, he isn't open when you get to the top of that drop. Quarterbacks who are good, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, they'll hitch up in the pocket, and the play is designed for the second and the third progression to then come open based on that hitch up in the pocket. But it, when Zach was taking that extra step backwards instead of forwards, he wasn't able to find those second or third guys in his progression because he wasn't playing within the framework of the play. So it was really, really important and really obvious watching it when he struggled that the footwork was really the the key factor into what was really making him struggle and around that Texans week that's when I started to see things quicken up and that told me that he was confident in what the play was he knew where to be looking if that first read wasn't open instead of going backwards he was going forwards he was evading pressure better he was starting to attack over the middle more and hit those backside routes it's really important to be able to step up into the pocket if the first guy isn't open because basically if let's say you're looking, let's say a play is designed first for you to look at the right. If those guys aren't open, good offensive play callers and play designers design concepts so that the backside has a route breaking into the quarterback's eye line. So let's think of a hitch to the right. If that's not open, we want a dig coming back from the left to the right breaking into the quarterback's eye line so he doesn't have to look way over to the left and get all crazy eyed to be looking all over the place. So seeing Zach being, being able to be confident with his footwork, have a plan in terms of being confident, as I said, where he is, he knows what he's doing. And if this guy isn't open, I'm going to hitch up in the pocket and hit that second receiver coming up over the middle. And around that Texans week was where I started to see him gain that confidence, play within structure more and, and really start to put some, some impressive film on tape. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Alex, you mentioned the confidence level of Zach Wilson and how it seemed to rise as the season wore on. And one of the things that you talked about in your video was that he was attacking the middle of the field with confidence and precision in a way that most rookie quarterbacks don't do. Usually they go outside the numbers, but Wilson was having success down the middle of the field, which is something that a lot of people noticed on his BYU tape wasn't really all that prevalent. People wondered before he got to the NFL how he would adjust to being able to make plays over the middle, which he was going to have to do, as opposed to mostly making plays outside the numbers at BYU. But as you talked about in your video, he did that in spades here in the second half of the season when he came back from injury. Talk a little bit more about what you saw there with him making those plays over the middle of the field, the confidence level, and how he made those plays. And then, of course, how it compares to the other rookie quarterbacks, perhaps Justin Fields, who weren't doing it as much, and why it made him stand out quite a bit down the stretch. Yeah, I really love that you brought that up because, yes, it was very prevalent on his BYU tape. He was unbelievable throwing outside the numbers. He'd throw these 40 or 50-yard bombs constantly. It's all over his highlight reel. And he was just dotting dudes up left and right that, that last year of his, of his 
tenure at BYU. And yes, there was the argument that, especially during the COVID year, it wasn't as easy to schedule games as it typically was. And so BYU was playing even a lesser level of, of competition than usual. And so part of the worry was that Zach's is throwing one-on-one balls outside to his receivers who are better than, you know, trash can state or whatever, with all due respect, sorry, people who played BYU Zach's Zach's last year, but they, it wasn't, it wasn't a high level of competition. So that was a worry coming into his rookie year. And Zach attacks over the middle a lot. Now I've, the last few weeks I've done, uh, I've studied Kyler Murray. I've studied Russell Wilson, two quarterbacks who do struggle to throw over the middle. And what you're seeing more and more of, especially in the NFL, these last, this last year or two is there are a lot of what's called alert style concepts. So basically what that is, let's say we put one receiver out to the left and then three receivers out to the right. I believe we talked about this a little bit with the Garrett Wilson, where Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray are putting that DK Metcalf, DeAndre Hopkins guy to the left. If they see one-on-one before the play starts or even right after the play that it's one high safety, one-on-one, we know that safety can't get all the way out to the sideline for a go ball. We're just throwing to DeAndre Hopkins every time. And while that obviously works a lot for those two quarterbacks, there's not a ton of quarterback-y type things that they're doing. And what I mean by that is there's not a lot of pre-snap reading. There's not a lot of post-snap reading. There's not a progression. It's really kind of schoolyard ball where you're just saying, our guy's better than your guy, and we're going to see if you can stop him. And usually with those two, no. The issue with that is come playoff time, if teams are, if you have a better cornerback out there because you're facing that higher level of competition, if you're facing better coaching staffs, when that alert isn't open, you then have to revert back to what's called the concept side, which is on the other side where you know receivers are stretching out defenders and you really have to go through your progression. If you're not practicing that and getting real-time practice, you know, real-time uh, snaps and, and, and reps in this style of offense, you're going to struggle. And we've seen that with Kyler Murray and a little lesser so Russell Wilson. So for Zach to be able to already be attacking over the middle this quickly is very impressive. One play that sticks out in my mind. I I talked about it in the video. It was against the bucks game. And that was by far his best game on film. And before the snap, the bucks are playing cover four quarters. So there's four deep defenders cover four, four deep. And the jets have a formation kind of similar to what I just, just talked about where they have one receiver to the left and three receivers to the right. But that one receiver isn't a true alert receiver. True alert receivers are when you get them way out, they're kind of close to the sideline. They're not close to the core of the formation at all or anybody else. They're just isolated on islands. We're going to see if you just have one guy over there. This receiver was much closer. He was about five yards away from the left tackle. And so anyway, the Bucs were in four deep quarters and that solo receiver the Jets had on left was running like a really quick post, which would usually run right into if there's four deep defenders, there's two safeties in the middle, so that left middle safety. Usually this type of route's running right there, but at the the snap, Zach sees that left middle safety is actually kind of creeping towards the three-receiver side instead of his side with the ISO receiver. And if you watch Zach, he speeds up his footwork 
So he kind of goes outside of the play call in terms of this was gun three footwork. So he was just taking three steps. When you get to the top of his drop, you gun it. But he knew that there was this little space. He saw there was that little hesitation from that safety up top. And he sped up his footwork because he understood out. He understood the play so well that if he hesitated or even just played even within the framework of the play, the coaches wouldn't even get mad at him in this instance if he had just taken his normal three steps. But he knew that he had this extra split second where he saw that safety was a little preoccupied with, with the strength of the formation. He sped up his footwork and gunned it in there. There was a lot of anticipation on the throw. It was it was in a tight window. And these are the type of quarterbacky things I'm talking about where he had to process a lot of information he had to anticipate. You're not anticipating quite as much with alert outside routes because you're basically throwing to a spot more to give your guy a chance rather than saying, okay, this guy will break here. I'm going to throw it a split second early to get it there at the precise moment because I don't have a lot of time. Zach played in this instance and throughout this game and in the second half of the season with incredible timing and that plan that I'm talking about where he was able to use the footwork of the play, and then even take it up to another advanced 201 level of football of quarterbacking where he was able to make a play that in a lot of cases wouldn't have been there. And for him to process pre-snap that, okay, this probably won't be there because we have the four deep defenders. This receiver is running that post right into that defender. But then right when he looks, right when the snap, Right when the play starts, he looks at that safety, sees he's preoccupied, speeds up the speeds up his footwork, gets the ball out. It, it, it was beautiful, and I think it was really indicative of some of the growth that we saw in his rookie year. Alex, in your video, you talked about how it's possible that a big part of the reason for Zach Wilson's early struggles, in addition to just adjusting to the NFL in general, is the fact that the Jets threw the entire playbook at him early on didn't pare it down for him as much as you would expect for a rookie quarterback and that it took him all the time that it did to finally be able to wrap his head around it and properly execute all the plays in the playbook. How much of that do you think hindered his early play as opposed to the progress that you saw later on in the season? Yeah, I think I think a, a great example of how much they put on on his on his shoulders and what they were teaching him in the meeting room and et cetera, et cetera. He was handling their can calls at at a at a normal rate, at a at a at a very good rate. And a can call, basically a quarterback in this Shanahan McVeigh style system is given two plays in the huddle. So A, you have to remember a crap ton of words, like unbelievable. One of them, this is even with it without a can call. F fly to north right close, close H right out to scat F choice Buffalo. So that's just one play call. Then you would say can to Oscar or excuse me, like Wanda 19, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Zach had to a remember all that lingo and B be able to look at, are there two high safeties? Is there one high safety? Is this defensive tackle and a three technique, a two I things like that. He was able to process all that information, and you can see when he taps his fingers on the side of his helmet, that's when he's changing the play or canning, as Shanahan calls it, and getting to that second play where he's able to. A big part of quarterbacking, especially in this system, 
it's not always throwing the ball. It's getting your offense into the right play. So running the ball, especially with the Jets, they ran a ton with Michael Carter and we see Brees Hall coming in. Wilson's ability to get the Jets into the right play call as for a run where you're not running into an extra safety or an extra overhang or running into the wrong technique on the defensive line. That is a huge part of this offense. And for them to pretty much throw all of it on him week one out of the gate, I think it hindered him early on. But to put him in the fire that quickly and allow him to get those mental reps as quickly as possible, I think we did see this. We did start to see that pay dividends in the second half. And I think it 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 really will accelerate what we're seeing out of this offense with Wilson getting those type of mental reps this early on. I, I think it's important and it's critical that he was able to handle that that early to where this next year he can really take that next step because he's not necessarily bogged down by the overwhelming mental fatigue of all of this information where he's already showed that he can handle it and now we can take it to the 201 301 levels of the Jets offense. Alex, since you also extensively watched Garrett Wilson, how well do you think those two players will gel together? Yeah, yeah, I I'm very excited about about Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson together. I think that whenever we watch Shanahan or McVay, it's so obvious that their offenses are about versatility and they want these receivers who aren't just the classic put them on the line X receiver or the motion around Z receiver speed guy, et cetera, et cetera. They want guys who can do it all. And that's really what I got out of Garrett Wilson's film at Ohio state. They asked him to play all over the place. He was the X receiver. He was the Z receiver. He would play in the slot a lot as, as an F and he was able to block. I, a big part of why Cooper cup is so incredible is not just because of his ability to catch the ball. He is basically a pseudo tight end in that system where he's getting into the core, which means between the left tackle and the right tackle. And he is digging out safeties. He is inserting through the line of scrimmage and, and, and making blocks that that can spring their running backs. So I, while I won't say that Garrett Wilson is that big of a player in terms of weight, I believe he's a, a good 10 or 15 pounds lower than cup. I think, he did show a good ability to to run block at Ohio State, and I think in the ways that that Lafleur will be able to move him all around. And then I was really excited. I know Scott, we just talked about this, but I was really excited about them getting Corey Davis back and Elijah Moore. Those three together, I think they can mix and match, and and they're not going back to to Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, for example. That's a very stationary offense where they're really keeping DeAndre Hopkins to the left. They got AJ Green to the right. Sometimes we see that the Cardinals kind of lose lose a little bit of juice in the second half, and Cliff has kind of struggled with this even in college, where it becomes a little easier to game plan when you know that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be here. We can take him away with this because we know for a fact he'll be here. But if we do see Garrett Wilson take that that gigantic step and and become a legitimate, legitimate number one receiver, he'll be the type of guy LaFleur will move all over the place. And same with Davis and Elijah Moore, where you won't be able to game plan and say, okay, we know that Garrett Wilson will be here. We can take him away if we do this. 
What if he then motions? What if he's then playing the slot? That's the those are the kind of things that can trip a defense up and why I'm excited about the two Wilsons. Alex, any other key observations from watching Zach Wilson's film, either positively or negatively, that you noticed that we haven't discussed yet? Yeah, I I actually did a another Jets breakdown in like week four. And I think one thing I'm really excited about is the addition of CJ Uzuma and Urozuma. I don't know how to say his name, but I am excited about him because <laughs> the Jets tight ends were a big part of this system is, of course, the play action pass. And because of that versatility, basically, and we talked about this in the Garrett Wilson episode a bit, a lot of many, many play action concepts are designed to stretch out three levels of the defense. So if you can picture three different receivers, one goes vertical, let's say on the right side of the field, one runs vertical straight down the field and just tries to run the corner and safety off to create room underneath. Then there's a second intermediate receiver who's going to come run about 10, 15 yards down the field, attack that intermediate level of coverage. And then there's a flat defender. So because LaFleur and the Jets like to mix and match their personnel, their tight ends would sometimes be those stretch vertical receivers where they were trying to run off coverage. And because they just weren't good enough, we saw a lot of struggles early on because that would lead to the intermediate receiver and then the tight end trying to stretch out that coverage, they would end up in the same spot. And really, if you're Zach Wilson, you 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 have no shot at that point. If there are two receivers in one spot, one defender can cover both of them. That's it's it's just bad play calling, but also an issue of an issue of talent. So I'm stoked for their additions when it comes to uh, Uzama. All right, just just what's his name? Ozuma or Ozama? CJ Ozama. Ozama, love it, love it. And then, and then record, of course, too. I, I really, I'm very excited about Brees Hall. I'm very excited about Garrett Wilson. But I think those tight ends kind of rounding out this group and not just being primarily receiver driven. And then with the addition of Brees Hall, of course, I think that will be really critical. Zach's play action percentage, excuse me, his completion percentage when running play action actually dropped 10 points to when he was not running play action. This play action is such a big part of this scheme. The Jets want to run the ball a ton. They ran the ball a ton. They just drafted Brees Hall. So I think developing this play action scheme even more and getting the talent to actually fit what they want to do, that's where I'm really excited and I think will really help to round out Zach's game because a well-schemed play action attack can give you a lot of those just simple little dump-offs It'll raise his completion percentage. It'll raise his yards per attempt. Zach, of course, had pretty, his stats were pretty bad. His stat, you can't sugarcoat it. They were not good. But these kind of things where you're creating easier stretches in the defense, you're executing play action better. You have tight ends who are, who are capable of, of attacking a defender, even one-on-one or stretching out a defense and really being able to move these guys all around. I think that'll be, Really critical for Zach. I think that's why we did see him struggle in a lot of ways early on in definitely the Patriots early on. And I guess, I guess both Patriots games and just some of those first weeks, it it just did not look like a cohesive unit. So I think on film, that's, that's what I'm really looking to see right off, right off the bat and what I'm really excited about. 
one of the best content creators out there when it comes to the NFL, Alex Rollins. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down what you saw on Zach Wilson's tape with me. Really appreciate it. Everybody should watch your video if they haven't already. Alex has two great videos up on both Wilsons, Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson. Garrett Wilson video actually has Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, so you can see the contrast and why Alex believes that Garrett Wilson is the superior receiver and was a better choice for the Jets. And of course, the Zach Wilson video will discuss a lot of the stuff that we talked about on the show today. Watch those videos and subscribe if you haven't already. Alex, talk a little bit about what's on your channel, what people can see on there, and how they can find you on social media. Yeah, so my my social media, at Alex Rollins NFL on all platforms. My channel really dives into the all-22 fil- or uh, angle. I try to give fans a better idea of what's really happening on the film. I feel like, or on the field, I feel like a lot of the times we hear terms like cover three or the bingo concept or things like this. And uh, I try to, to dive deeper and, and, and figure out what that kind of stuff really means or why a scheme is or isn't working. So I put out a video every Saturday. And if you're interested in those things, then, then I, I definitely do my best to, to, to make it entertaining. Make sure that you watch Alex's videos, subscribe to his channel, follow him on social media, and check out everything we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some fantastic articles up at playlikeajet.com right now, and videos with all 22 Jet-centric. If you go to Alex's channel, you get videos about players from all over the league. On our channel, it's very Jet-centric, and you know that the thunder from down under Luke Grant is the one breaking down the all 22 he does a fantastic job so watch those videos and subscribe if you haven't already visit our store tpublic.com that's tee we've got the john franklin myers quinn williams bless you thank you shirt the zach says go long shirt the zach the ripper shirt the play like a jet logo shirt caps mugs hoodies it's all there tpublic.com that's tee and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on itunes if you haven't done that already Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.